הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים המיתים שודרנו לכל הצדיקים המיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבארץ המה. הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחה נובע מכה חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם today we hop into the second podcast of שיחות ערן. רבי נחמן's conversations. סטרנו לסימן ב' section 2. A beautiful piece we're going to discuss right now about how רבנו puts his day in God's hands. We're going to discuss something. It becomes a principle, actually. In Bresev Torah, Chasidut, a Bresev, when he wakes up, he does this because what we learn from, uh, from this Siman, Siman Bet, Section 2. We're going to see an awesome piece of advice Rabbeinu gives us that uh, we should all put into practice, that we should all say when we wake up. So, Siman Bet. Tov me'od la'ashlich atzmo al-Hashem itbarach ve'lismoch alav. Rabbeinu tells us it's very good to throw oneself upon God and to rely on Him. What that essentially means is Rabbeinu is telling us, don't put reliance on yourself, do not trust in yourself, do not trust in others. Throw everything that you think you know and put it all on Hashem Barach. Throw yourself onto Hashem, rely on Hashem Barach in as much as you can, as much as you possibly can. Um, beautiful story, Rabbeinu was once a kid, brought down in Chaya uh, Moran, this uh, stuff that Rabbi Nathan says in the name of Rabbeinu. That uh, Rabbeinu as a kid, he used to go out on the lake um, in the town he grew up in, in, Med, uh, in uh, Medzibuz, I believe. And uh, or in, it could have been in Medvedevka also. But nonetheless, he used to go as a very small kid and used to go on a small little raft, a small little boat on the lake. And uh, he didn't know how to, <laughs> to, to steer the boat. And he just used to go on this boat to do his bodhidut on this boat within the middle of the lake. And every single day, Rabbeinu used to do this, but he didn't know how he used to, he, he used to, how to steer this boat. And essentially, he would put himself in danger every single day. Yet yeah, Rabbeinu continued to do this because he really believed that every single day he wants to put his emphasis on Hashem. He wants to put his reliance on Hashem. That he's going to put himself in a position that puts himself in a place of real tremendous faith. And uh, to, just to rely on Hashem, just so that he can take away his fear, to rely on Hashem. We see the same thing here. Rabban was saying, it's very good to throw oneself upon Hashem Barach, to throw yourself under God and to rely on Him in any single way you can. Rabban says, my way, my custom is the second the day comes, the second the day arrives, meaning the second I wake up. I What did he say? That I hand over, Moser, I give over all my movements, my tnuot, all my movements of me, of my children, of all those who are dependent on me, on God. I put all the movements, all the actions, the thoughts, the speech of every single person that is connected to me, that, whether that's my kids, whether that's my wife, whether that's whoever that might be, whoever is dependent on me, and myself included, on Hashem Yitbarach, that everything I do in the day coming forth should be according to God's will. We see Rabban was telling us, the second that a person wakes up, Throw yourself upon Hashem Barach and put all your responsibilities on God. It's in the verse, Throw upon God your responsibilities and He will sustain you. Meaning, what's the idea here? The main thing is to throw yourself upon Hashem Barach that you should do God's will. And you shouldn't be confused afterwards. We're going to see what that means. So this is, uh, look what Rabbanu says, and this is very good. And this is a custom that breast lovers take the second they wake up after Modani. We do this inan. We say this. I hand over all my movements. If you have children, 
And if you have um, your wife, she'll call it Yimbi. And I put everything, all my movements and myself and all those who are dependent upon me, on God. That everything should be according to Hashem's will. And what else do we say? And I attach myself to the to all the tzaddikim and specifically to the holy tzaddik Rabbi Nachman or to the holy tzaddik, the, the tzaddik Yisodoram. So that what? That no matter what you do that day, essentially you already put it, you already put it out there to Hashem Barak that you want to do what's right. So whatever happens afterwards, whatever God decides, that's Hashem's raton. So that whatever happens afterwards, it's whatever God wants. And you are just going with God's plan. And this is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful sign of faith. Rabbanu says that if that's the case, if this is what you do, if you throw your movements upon God, the second you wake up, the second the day comes, then what happens? You do not need to worry or to consider whether you're behaving properly or not. Meaning what? Because of the fact that you're relying on Hashem. It doesn't mean to say that uh, you could go do whatever you want, God forbid, and go do sins. No, Rabbanu is saying that you're putting your responsibilities on God so that whatever God wants to do with you today, you accept. And if God wants that today, God forbid, you should earn less money, then you should be happy because that's the way God decided. And who are you to say that God, uh, what do you call it? that God is doing something wrong? Or if God gives you good money, uh, a good panasa today at the market, Hashem, that too is good. Whatever the situation might be that day, that you're throwing your reliance upon God and Hashem Ibrahim is sustaining you and giving you whatever you need to be done. Or what, whatever needs to be done to you, Hashem is doing. And you are accepting that. And because you are putting all your reliance on Hashem, that you do not need to worry whether you're behaving properly or not. And if God wants something else to happen to you, another subject, another idea, that you should want to behave, behave in accor uh, according to whatever God wants you to do. That whatever subject God wants you to engage in, you're going to engage in because that's Hashem's Raton. And because Hashem's Raton, you already put it out there, is your Raton. That God's desire is your desire. And that essentially, you're going with God's will. And you're not deviating from Hashem's plan. And Rabbanu says like this. The same is true of when Shabbat arrives. Or when a holiday arrives. I put all my movements, all my actions, the way I conduct myself, all the subjects, all the ideas of that holiday, that Shabbat, all the movements of that Shabbat are holiday to God. That everything should be according to God's will. And Rabbeinu says, the second I do this, then I do not need to worry or suspect at all that perhaps I didn't fulfill the obligation or the, the, I didn't conduct myself according to the obligations of the sanctity of that day. Rabban was saying that I don't need to worry or to get angry or to get sad of the fact that maybe I didn't do this properly or this or that because of the fact that you already put it out there the second you woke up that everything that you wanted to do that day was according to God's plan and that your intention is in the right place. And the second your intention is in the right place and you're trying to do the, the, the best thing, God does not prevent good from those who walk in sincerity and simplicity. Meaning what? The main thing is that you're walking with sincerity, with wholesomeness, with good intentions, and God will make whatever He wants to do. God will do whatever He wants to do with you. God will do whatever He sees fit with you. And because you believe this, everything is mamash for the good. And because Rabbanu says that all the actions, the way I conduct myself on that Shabbat or Yom Tov, that holiday, I do not suspect anymore because of the fact that I already gave everything over to God and I put all my my 
my responsibilities. I rely completely on him alone. And this is a beautiful piece of advice that everyone should put into practice the second they wake up after they say Modeani. To put all their movements, their thought, their speech, their action in Hashem's hands. That everything should be according to God's will. And that what you attach yourself to the tzaddik the second you wake up. And essentially with this, you're, you're, you're already in very good hands. Ba'u Hashem. Siman Gimel. Section 3. God emphasized and praised, or uh, sorry, Rabenu praised and emphasized Hashem's greatness to the highest degree. Rabenu was extolling about the greatness of Hashem it's impossible to describe this in writing. And Rabbanu said like this, The greatness of the Creator, blessed be He, has no measure whatsoever. You cannot fathom it, you cannot describe it, you cannot explain it. Look at the words Rabbanu is using. He's going over and over the same words. Awesome and wondrous things, awesome things are being created in the world. Niflaim, they are wondrous, and they're very awesome, they're very great. And we have no idea whatsoever. At all. Hanu, meaning what? Meaning what? That we still have no knowledge whatsoever, not a point of knowing anything at all. Klum, nothing. Not at all, nothing. And Rabbanu is going to go into this, what this means. We're going to see, we already discussed this in Shif Khayran. But, uh, this idea is, is incredible. And that which is brought down in the writings of the Shlach Kadosh, that which the, the purpose and the goal of all knowledge is not to know. Meaning the highest point of knowledge is not knowing. Greater than the knowledge itself is not to know. As Rabenu says about himself in Chayyam uh, Oran, Rabenu says that my chidushim are wondrous, they're, not, they're awesome. My, no, my Torah novelties are a very awesome and novel thing. But greater than my Torah novelties, a bigger chidush, a bigger novelty than my Torah, Torah revelations are, uh, is my ignorance, is when I don't know. There were multiple times in Rabenu's life, after he even gave some lessons, just moments after, Rabenu said, I know absolutely nothing. That moment, when Rabenu says something like this, he attained a degree which is so awesome and lofty. It's at a place in which we would call a keter, which is the place, of what we call Resha Delat Yada, the head which is not known as Radan and Zohar. It's a place in which essentially it's not known, there's no knowledge there. There's, it's a complete bitul, it's a complete nullification. There's no, there's no knowing there. So essentially when you're there, there's no difference. There's, there's no knowledge, there's nothing that you're left there. You're just in there, you're just in the essence. It's, just, it's a sensation that nobody can describe or can understand. That's the highest point of knowledge. The highest point of knowledge is not to know. Which is why Rabenu emphasizes so much of the time simplicity. Go back to the beginning of things. Stop trying to be sophisticated. Serve Hashem with simplicity. Serve Hashem with being just a simple and upright Jew. Because trying to know everything essentially brings you far away from the tahrid, the purpose of all things. Which is what? To not know. To go do the mitvot with simplicity. Even if you know the deepest reasons for the mitvot, perform the mitvah with simplicity. You might know all the secrets of the, the sodot, of the tefillin, and whatever it might be. But when you put on the tefillin, you have simcha. And you're like a simple Jew when you put on the tefillin. You're just grateful for the tefillin itself. Rabbanu says there's nothing higher than this. Rabbanu says this is true the purpose, that the purpose of all knowledge is not to know. is true with regard to every single knowledge in the world. For example, every single thing there is to know. For example, let's say you want to know how to make glass. 
You know, I'm giving a stupid example. But for example, the knowledge of how to make glass or the knowledge of how to build furniture or the knowledge of, uh, of, uh, of software, you know, anything. It can be anything. The purpose of all knowledge, the highest point of that knowledge is not to know. When you realize you know nothing. So Rabbanu says, Even when a person reaches the purpose of all knowledge, which is not to know. Nonetheless, this is not, you haven't reached the final goal. You haven't reached the purpose of everything. We're gonna, he's going to explain why. Because that purpose in which you've attained um, the not knowing, which is greater than the knowledge itself, Rabbanu says, it's only in that sort of knowledge. If you only attain the not knowing within how to make glass, what about all the other things that are important of knowing? You know how many things there are to know in the world? There's an infinite amount of things to know. Especially when you go into things that are more important. For example, spiritual things. The Torah, the mitvot, God Himself. Imagine what we're talking about here. So Rabbanu says, even if you know... Even if you attain the purpose of all knowledge, which is not to know in a certain type of subject or an area of knowledge, it's still not, you haven't reached the final goal of everything because imagine all the other knowledges, the areas of knowledge. But in the area of knowledge, which is even higher than the one which you have attained the purpose in, you still haven't begun, you still haven't begun yet. And the same is true if you go oh, higher and higher and higher. The result of all this is like this. That a person has no idea of anything at all, whatsoever, forever. It's impossible. Nonetheless, this is still not the purpose. Even if you got to the place of not knowing, it's still not the purpose. Because even though you might have attained the purpose of our knowledge, which is not to know in a certain area, imagine all the areas of knowledge which you haven't yet explored. So Rabbanu says you really know nothing at all. Like at all. So imagine what we're talking about here with Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu is saying Hashem Yitbarach is so awesome, he's so great. He's infinite. That we haven't yet begun whatsoever. We know absolutely nothing. Then Rabbeinu began to praise and extol the greatness, the great level and the spiritual level of doing Teshuvah, of returning to Hashem. And even if a person falls, God forbid, into a very dark place, and a person falls into a place in which he fell, may God spare us. Nonetheless, it's forbidden to give up on oneself. Because Teshuvah is above the Torah in itself. Look in Likut Moran, Siman Memtet, over there, of the Ulav Teshuvah Rabbanu describes over there in Likut Moran, lesson 49, and Likut Arachot, Ilchot Shabbat. Over there, describes Rabbi Natan Rabbanu describes this idea of Teshuvah being about the Torah. But nonetheless, we know this that Teshuvah was created before the Torah. And we know Teshuvah is even higher in the level of the Sfirot, that Torah comes from Tiferet and Teshuvah comes from Bina. Alken, therefore, and Shum therefore, there's no such thing as despair in the world at all. Rabbanu says there's no such thing as giving up. Because if a person merits to do Teshuvah, he can transform his sins into an entirely different idea. Something completely brand new. An entirely different subject. And the Gemara Yomah, page 86b. 
that a person's sins can be transformed into merits, into good good actions. Imagine that a person's sins, a person's falls, descents, can be transformed into a sense when a person does teshuva and he transforms and he retrieves all those sparks of holiness within those falls that he went through. And with regard to this idea, there's, we're talking about the deepest of mysteries here. Look, and uh, Rabbi Nathan has a beautiful about the of Azamra. Azamra, which is the idea of judging positively and finding the good points, has the ability to transform those sins into merits. It's an incredible thing. Look at Rabbanu's language. Rabbanu says that the main principle is like this. That with all, from all the falls and the descents a person goes through in the world, a person is easily able to return to Hashem. It's easy. Why is it easy? Because Hashem's greatness is unfathomable. You cannot even begin to perceive or analyze Hashem's greatness. It's so big. As we say in the, in the Te'ilim of Ashre, that we cannot even begin to perceive Hashem's greatness. And because God's greatness is infinite, it reaches those places of darkness too in which we fall, in which we uh, fell in. So we can find Hashem there too. This is why it's easy to return to Hashem. And the main idea is what? That the main idea is that everything is dependent on. What's the main idea that everything is dependent on? That a person should never give, him, give up on himself from crying out to God. The main thing is to pray and to cry out to Hashem no matter what your situation is. Even if everybody told you that you are Rasha, even if everybody told you that you have no way back, even if Hashem tells you Himself that you have no way back, you do not listen and you begin to pray. You begin to ask Hashem to draw you close. The main thing is to never give up and praying to Hashem and from screaming out to God. And to plead and to pray to Hashem constantly. Never stop praying. May we fulfill these words and uh, God willing, uh, continue in the next podcast from uh, Siman Dalit, section 4.